Hello everyone and welcome to Writing Quest. In today's episode we're going to talk about Star Wars The High Republic, The Falling Star, which is the third and final book of Phase 1 of the New High Republic era. Let's get started. Huzzah! Alright, in today's review, um, I decided I was going to break this one down into the five things I hated about it and the five things that I loved about it. If I'm being really honest, this book is not my favorite of the three. It's still good. It still has a lot of great things that I love about the High Republic era, but I found myself not liking this one so much. I really liked Light of the Jedi and I really liked Rising Storm. This one, to me, just did not live up to the um, hype and the build up of those two. I really like Claudia Gray as an author. I've really liked all of her other Star Wars content that she's done, and I didn't dislike this book because of her writing. Her writing is still really great, and the story she tells is really good. It's just some of the other things about this particular story, which I'm going to lend to the fact that they're building it into this franchise thing, is um, just some of those things I didn't really resonate well with me that are also kind of a departure from what we've come to learn about the rest of the story. This story is set up as the major tragedy they didn't hide any of that in the marketing. I mean, it's literally called The Fallen Star, so we knew from the beginning that it was going to be a tragedy of sorts. So I'm going to start off this review by telling you the top five things I thought were the worst about this particular book. Here we go. Number five, the writing style. Now, as I said in the beginning, I'm a big fan of Claudia Gray, and I don't think that it's her writing that's the problem. I think some of this might have come down to editing and how the story was put together in the end. They really broke everything up into these, like, just super tiny chunks in each chapter. So each chapter, it's like every two paragraphs, you're switching character perspectives. And for me, that wasn't enough for each character. That wasn't enough to be with that perspective. I really liked the where she went in each of those little things. But I mean, we're talking like three paragraphs, and then it's on to another character. And then it does that like 15 times a chapter. Uh, to me, that made it kind of hard to read. And it didn't each each thing didn't give you enough time to actually get into that particular story beat before it just totally changed to another character. Number four. In the book, there's this evil cloud looming over the Jedi, and they kind of reference it at the end of The Rising Storm, something that turns Loden Grade Storm when he dies into this kind of husk, wispy thing, and that keeps getting alluded to in the book, which was great, except that how it happens, to me, felt like the Jedi were kind of just being really silly. Um, they, from the beginning, they just start talking about there's this dark cloud hanging over the station, and they can't really touch the Force as well as they used to, and they can't really interact with each other in the Force, and there's this cloud, and they all talk about it right from the beginning, but they just kind of pretend it's not a big deal. To me, that seems really weird, because if I'm a Jedi, I the moment something feels weird with the Force, I'm investigating it. I don't know why, like, it seems like such a weird thing for them to just be like, eh, the Force feels weird, whatever, we'll just push it off. You're a Jedi. This is your main, like, the thing you use is the Force, and the moment it's a little wonky. You're just like, whatever. It just seemed really strange and out of character. I get what they were trying to do with building up this kind of looming threat that's in the background that they can't really figure out, and it's kind of a horror mystery type of thing. To me, it just seems super silly. Um, great idea. Wasn't executed well. Number three, the side characters were basically pointless in the whole story or used from previous books, previous young adult novels that were tied into this one, basically just to do that. Uh, this one kind of ties back to the number five, which was things jumping around too much. There was a lot of characters, which has been my criticism of this from the beginning um, of the whole series of the whole High Republic, but 
There's so many characters and not all of them really matter that much. And I felt like this book was picking these characters from other books and trying to make them more important. And then by the time you get to the end, you're just kind of like, why did I spend all that time with these characters? I really didn't matter at all. Um, and they, the ways that they popped up in the story and the functions they served in the story, I really felt like could have just been put back with other characters and we could have had less characters with more impact. And I thought that would have been worked out much better. Number two, not enough details. Not enough details about other characters we've seen in the story. Not enough details about settings, locations, events, in between events. There, As I said, it jumps around a lot. There's all these really quick little vignettes happening the whole time. And I felt like there's stuff that happened in between each of these short vignettes that you didn't hear about. So it was kind of hard, made it kind of hard to follow. I don't, there just wasn't enough detail to, it was very, it seemed very shallow where the other books, they really kind of expanded on details of the characters and the stories and getting into some things. And this one just felt very, we just weren't really getting into the characters. We weren't getting into their psyches. We were not getting very good descriptions of the ship and who's on the ship. Just didn't give me enough as far as the setting and the place and all the descriptions. And so I was very kind of confused sometimes as to like, okay, what part of the ship am I in? Where am I at? What, what am I, you know, what's going on here? I think there's a lot of things that relied on. I don't think you could have read this book without, re I haven't read some of the other material, including like comics and all that stuff. And I feel like without having read some of that, it really didn't do a good job of setting you in the places so that you knew where you were in space and time. And number one on the worst things list is Stellan Gios and Elzar Man. Uh, in previous books, they have been some of the best characters in both Light of the Jedi and The Rising Storm. Um, one of them, Stellan, he's more of the black and white, toe the line kind of guy who does what he's told and does it really well. And then you have Elzar Man, who's kind of the rebel, who doesn't really, um, you know, follow the order strictly by the book. And I felt like in this book, they just were really diminished. They just were not the characters. Um, they, they, you know, back to what I said before about the looming cloud thing, like Stellan, it was such a, you know, by the book character. I just feel like the moment that he would have felt something weird, he just would have investigated it. He would have went out and fixed the problem. Um, and even Elzar Man, you know, from the last book, he was struggling with the dark side, struggling with the force and all that's great. And you definitely want that struggle, but it just seemed really like something about it was kind of contrived. Like it just didn't, he didn't struggle with that like his character should. I don't even know how really how to explain it, but I just felt I, as I was reading both of these characters, I generally found myself a little more annoyed with them than I felt myself really going rooting for them. Um, and then some of the leadership decisions they make in the station throughout the book as um, things keep going haywire, they keep making some strange decisions. And I'm just like, you guys are supposed to be these great leaders and you're just making not good decisions. Um, so unfortunately, while they're some of my favorite characters in Light of the Jedi and the Rising Storm, in this book, I was kind of meh. That leads us into our top five best things. So we'll end on a good note. So number five in this list is the differences in all the Jedi. One of my favorite things about um, the whole High Republic era, Light of the Jedi, Rising Storm, now this one, and all the other stuff that there is about it, all the other comics and young adult books and everything, is all the differences in the Jedi. They're so cool. You know, even just having a Wookiee Jedi is just such a new thing that has been in other types of things before, but it's just such a prevalent part of it now. And so I just really like how, you know, they all kind of interpret the Force differently and you see all these different things. Even in the prequels where we finally got a lot of Jedi, they're still mostly depicted as have basically the same type of character. They're all very regal. They're all very, you know, they kind of go about things mostly the same way. And we're just getting such a cool kind of, you know, they're all so nuanced and different and they all interpret 
interpret the force differently and they all make different decisions based on how they interpret the force. And I just think that that's such a cool way to layer these characters. We start off the book by Elzar Mann and uh, Orla Jereni. And Orla Jereni is a way seeker. So she's just kind of a free floating Jedi, I guess you'd say like a hippie Jedi where she's just um, exploring the force in her own way, kind of separate from the order. And I just really like how the Jedi are depicted. Number four, survival story. One of the best things about this book is that it is a survival story, which is really cool. Um, the entire book for the most part happens on Starlight Beacon. The other books were these um, galaxy spanning books where you, you know, saw all these different worlds and went to all these places and were on all these different spaceships. And that's generally the case with Star Wars with a lot of the other books. I really liked how this one was focused and it was kind of a survivalist story where, you know, they're out in the wilderness, something goes wrong, and now they just have to figure it out uh, without any resources given to them and they have to just survive. I thought that was such a cool part of this book. Number three, this isn't really a spoiler because it's put in all the artwork, Starlight Beacon being destroyed. I thought that using that as the focus of the book and really the fact that they didn't actually hide it from anyone or anything, they didn't hide it in the marketing or anything like that. Um, just using that as a focus of like becoming this such a great disaster is that it's slowly just dying and it show, really does a great job of showing like the High Republic is such this great, awesome thing and how it was brought down and destroyed by the bad guys. Um, I thought it's such a great symbolism and a great way to just um, focus the story around a central theme and a central vision of what the story should be. Number two, character deaths. Now, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but there are some people who die, which you probably could have assumed, and there are quite a few. I was surprised at actually how many people uh, died in this book, and um, I'm just really, I think it's cool that they are not sticking to these characters and that they all make it out at the end because everyone's the hero. Um, they really, it does feel like, I felt like there were real stakes, and I thought that was really great. Um, you don't see that a lot in Star Wars, especially when it comes to uh, the original trilogy and all the movies and stuff. You know, no one dies, no one really, I mean, Chewbacca almost died in The Rise of Skywalker, and then he comes back. You know, like, nobody really gets in trouble, nobody really dies, and so the fact that they are not sticking to keeping all these characters around does two things. One, it really raises the stakes, and it makes you feel like no one really is safe, and it also kind of leads the way for more Jedi, more characters, new people to come in and get to explore all of that in a really cool way. So that was definitely one of the best things. And number one, Bel Zedifar and Buriaga. Um, these two characters were definitely the characters that shined for me. Um, on the worst list, of course, we had Stellan and Elzar, which I was really disappointed with. But in previous books, I had not really connected well with Buriaga or with Bel Zedifar. And so in this book, I really felt like they shined. They were definitely my favorite characters of the book. Um, they have kind of this growing friendship that happens, and it felt like they were just the most fleshed out characters and the characters with the most emotional internal conflict states uh, stakes. You know, with uh, Loden Greatstorm died in the last one, which was Bell's master. So in this one, he has his new master, and um, he's just uh, really struggling with that, and how he struggles with that really is something that a lot, I think a lot of people can connect with. And so for those characters specifically, I feel like the internal conflict was just really nailed with those characters and I felt myself really caring about them. That's it for this review of Star Wars The High Republic The Fallen Star. I'm going to give my final rating of this book is going to be a 6 out of 10. I really liked Light of the Jedi and The Rising Storm, both of which I give a 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, really high up there. This one was a lot lower for me. Um, I still love The High Republic and I have a lot of hope for the future. I think the next phase is going to be great. 
great. It certainly is not a bad book. It just was not the one that really hit home for me. I would have to say that probably The Rising Storm so far for me is the best book of this series. Thank you for watching this review of Writing Quest. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe if you liked this content, and we'll see you next time. Huzzah!